Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, episode 246. I'm your host, John June. Got my guy Greg here. We are recovering from this weekend of championship football. Greg, how are you feeling here today on this Monday? Uh, I'm feeling feeling good. You know, uh, definitely some of the most probably the most memorable playoffs I've been ever been a part of. Like watching uh, last two weekends, you know, with the the Chiefs Bills game, the, the Chiefs Bengals game, NFC side. All these games have been one possession games. It's been uh, really good shout out to Joey B uh, getting it done. I mean, getting to the Super Bowl, uh, Cincinnati. Like, uh, I, I don't remember anything about them ever be succeeding. So this is a uh, pretty dope for them. And the Rams getting back, yo. Before before this year, the Cincinnati Bengals had not won a playoff game in 31 years. So that's probably why you don't Crazy, remember that, yo. Greg. Um, yeah, as long as you've been a lot. Yeah, actually, that is yep. long. Yep. You've been yep. a lot. No, it is. It is. So, um. Yeah, yeah I mean, to, to slay the dragon, that is the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. In Arrowhead. Oh. In Arrowhead. Um, to come back the way you did down 11. But if any team could do it, it was the Cincinnati Bengals because they had done it earlier yep. in the year. It was a similar situation. It was all anybody yep. would talk about, how they've been in that situation. <laughs> all game, yep. Um, And, you know, like at one point, the Chiefs have to start feeling that too, right? Like, damn, yo, they did this before, like. You know, yeah. part of them has to start feeling that. Um, the Chiefs are usually the team that starts off slow, and that's what they that should they should have went the way what they know. You know, they should have <laughs> let the Bengals to go. Punt. You got to yeah. come back, right? You got to give yep. them a lead, yep. let them get comfortable, yep. and then you come back. Yeah, man. Yep. Um, and then you know the Rams and the 49ers. I mean, uh, Sean McVay finally slays that dragon that is Kyle Shanahan. Um, <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. After. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Losing the last six to wow, <laughs> lost the last six wow. to Kyle Shanahan. He gets probably the most important one, actually, definitely the most important. Oh yeah, yeah for game sure, for between, sure. Between these two uh, head coaches and their respective franchises, uh, for you know, for a very long time. So, uh, you know, I I I was been. I've been real heavy on actually I'll be honest, like both these these Bengals and these Niners, like I was I was betting oh, right. their spreads like the <laughs> whole playoffs. So it was a nice That's ride. Up. It was really nice. That's and I, I was curious to see what, what I was gonna do if they faced off against each other in the Super Bowl, but uh, now I guess to just uh, Joey covers, man. Joey covers. Hey man, you said I was about to say, <laughs> yo, Joey, you said it all year, Joey covers, so I should just keep riding that, yo. Joey, Joey covers, man. man 100% for you sure. know they're gonna be dogs. They're gonna be dogs in this game. So no, they're. I'm I mean, they're sure four point dogs. I'm I've sure seen four dogs. point. I've seen yeah. three. And, I've seen yeah. three and a half. Um, I'm getting that on that. Get, that might get to three. That might get to three by the. By it could the time get to three. To, could even get to like a, a one and a half, like close to a pick'em type deal. Because <laughs> these teams, I think they're over. I think they're evenly matched. Like you know, from a. The, the Bengals' defense is playing out of its mind right now, right? And, like, you look at what the Rams yeah. are doing, um, you know, they're, they've kind of been in flux, but their defense is, is really hitting its stride right now, too. And then offensively, they're, they're similar teams, right? They've got 
explosive receivers. Uh, they both have mm-hmm. a run game. I think the mm-hmm. only difference is is Joe Burrow's, you know, mobility. And that's not even to say that Matthew Stafford has a lack of mobility. We saw him, you know, run out and, and, and scramble for a first down. But I think Joe Burrow's elusiveness and his ability to make plays outside the pocket is probably what makes the difference for me. Hey, and CJ is I'm a good news on him. He might be able to play actually in the Super Bowl. So that's what's up. Yeah, so that's definitely good news. Um, yeah, man, the Bengals, you know, making, uh, you know, making, you know, a really historical run here for their franchise. You know, that's funny because the Chiefs, there was all this this chatter about that Chiefs Twitter account that said no one expected us to be here, and it was like. Yo, y'all were literally favored when... Yeah, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear Chiefs hey, ever no. being... You have the best player in football. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, don't want to hear it. No. Like, they were literally the preseason favorite before a game had even been played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. funny because somebody put up the... They put up a screenshot of all those teams that were favored, and and you read through that top 15, and, like, the Bengals weren't even in the top 15. No. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't want If you had told his past self, like, hey, you're going to be playing in the Super Bowl, he wouldn't believe them. But, like, he believes – like, he can believe it having been on the team and been through the season. I mean, it was a very self-aware thing to say, I, I thought, on Joe Burrow's part. But, uh, I, yeah, it's just hard to, like, root against him and that team right now. Yeah, Joe Burrow, like, is – that this man doesn't know how to lose, man. It's, he's just been winning all his life. Talk about like a number one pick really hidden. Like you usually don't see this in a long time. Like a number one pick that I mean, really came like it's really hitting right now. It's yeah, crazy. I mean, number one pick, the Heisman. We called him the trifecta, yeah. right? <laughs> Won yeah. the national championship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now he's he's Cam. Cam could probably do it. Cam was close, but like he, he could do it. Cam, well, Cam made it to a Super Bowl, so Joe Burrow is matching, at least yeah. matched that. So yep, yep. Uh, all he's got to do is win this one, and, and he's done what I don't think any number one overall pick with a Heisman Trophy winner national champion. I don't think it – like, I don't think – because there's the, only been the two pay, of them. Payne, the Payne game. Well, Payne was a number one Heisman? pick, and he got no, a right? but I don't think he got the Heisman, and he didn't get the Heisman, right? Yeah. So. Woo. Wow, this be one of the best number picks ever, man. It's be nice. Yeah, it'd be it'll nice. be really nice. Um, so you know, we'll definitely think. see. Yeah, that's crazy. One of the things I know we definitely did not get right was the Bengals being in this position here. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we knew Joe B. The team would improve, but as I spilled uh, all this all this water on my face, <laughs> so yo, Joey B. Gets people excited, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, crazy yeah this this week we're doing our hits uh last week we released our misses and our it was our our accountability show uh this week is about bragging rights uh so if you want to hear like where we were wrong about you know you hear me talk about hey man i was sorry that i told you guys to draft saquon barkley or any of these other things and you go back and listen to that but if you are here to hear us fill ourselves a little bit uh to brag it out uh, a little bit, then that's what we're going to be here for. But it's also, you know, you also get an, an idea into our process and why we thought some of the things that we thought here. So, Greg, I'm going to let you go first, man. What do you, what is the uh, first thing you want to brag about today? Um, 
I guess we'll start with the best part, which is definitely DeAndre Swift. I mean, definitely uh, teeing him up. Both of us, you know, definitely had him going as an RB1. Like, we, we thought it was pretty pretty safe, actually. And, like, uh, he, he was just stealing him in a lot of drafts because a lot of people didn't see him as a, a RB1. And just especially in PPR leagues, this man dominated. Um, he finished, you know, as an RB1 in, in fantasy and total points and uh, um, points per game, too, as well. Uh, yeah, so that was that was pretty nice. Uh, I want to, you know, RIP James Winston, but I'm going to take that credit on a sleeper. If that man stayed healthy, <laughs> I think he would have definitely gave a, a sleeper, a good, good sleeper season at quarterback. Uh, and my quarterback bus, Matt Ryan, definitely didn't, uh, didn't come through. I mean, yeah, he had, he, you know, had some consistent stuff in the middle season, but like, if you were drafting him, that you were just wasting your time, uh, honestly, you know, losing matchups every week. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely Matt Ryan was one that you, you were like, oh yeah, Matt Ryan's my bust, and I was like, oh, I think Matt Ryan could have a good year, he's got Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, like, you know, they're going to be down, it, it, none of that ever came to fruition, um, so yeah, that was a great call by you. I'm going to start with the running back superlatives, though, because you started with DeAndre Swift, and we loved DeAndre yes, Swift, Absolutely. Love I got to get into these superlatives, man, because there, there was not a running back superlative that I did not hit on target. I mean, <laughs> let's start with the running back breakout. Back in the running back show, I said that if Najee can get – and catch this one because this is crazy to me. If Najee can get 22.2 touches per game that Le'Veon Bell got, got back in 2013, if you know, mm-hmm. you know, then he would finish mm-hmm. as an RB1, maybe even as the RB8 in PPR points per game like we saw Bell finish his rookie year. Well. Najee Harris averaged 22.4 touches, not mm. quite 22.2, but 22.4, and finished as the RB8 in PPR points yep. per game. Pretty he much did. hit that one on the head. Yes, sir. Absolutely crazy. Uh, then there was the rookie r- running back, Michael Carter. He was my sleeper. Finished 29th in total PPR points, one spot ahead of Saquon Barkley. Uh, excited about year <laughs> two for my guy there, Austin Eckler. He was my my guy at the running back position. Obviously, he had an awesome season. We know he's great. Uh, Top three in PPR points, too, if you don't count Derrick Henry. Uh, And then there was the running back bust, Raheem Mostert. And typically, I don't claim being right about, you know, injury or anything like that. But I did say in a preseason (laughs) that I was out on Raheem Mostert because he was 29 years old. I referenced the injury history, the presence of third-round rookie Trey Sermon, which now, obviously, Sermon wasn't a factor. but Elijah Mitchell definitely was, and one of the things that immediately did, obviously, was season-ending, was go get Elijah Mitchell. Uh, so it was kind of just, you know, kind of all came to fruition there. But I, running back superlatives, I, I, I really had to, uh, to, to bring the attention there to the people. Yeah, man, I, that's, that's awesome. Definitely was hitting on all, all those running backs. Uh, and uh, your boy, your boy JT, I think, you, you know, should definitely you take know, I'm credit for that. You know. I bragged about that one last year, so I don't want to go crazy. But Where, I mean, I told right, y'all he was. I told right. y'all he was generational. Facts, like you so, say, you know, the the year to take him number one would have been to be ahead of that would have been now, and I think you know you you definitely doing that in draft. So, yeah, so definitely. I will shout out. I know, I got it, we did it I got not one of our leagues. Had, had Billy Witt on in the off season. He said that this season from JT was coming. He said it. I have the mm. clip. I'll mm. I'll definitely post it back out. Mm. On socials, but he he said this season from JT was coming, you know. I love so, it. 
you got you did get that analysis from somebody on the show. True. Uh, Greg, what True. what else you got for the people? Uh, Tyler Boyd being a sleeper was pretty solid. Uh, and I think my boy TJ Hawkinson, of course, too, as well. Uh, as always, nice. He definitely took that leap year. Definitely slowed down towards the end of the year and got hurt. But uh, with the situation, given it finished as a tight end one, uh, and you know was able to get a top seven value for you uh, in points per game basis. No, absolutely. Um, you know, just throwing out some a few more there for me. You know, Jalen Hurts. That was pretty easy. He's my breakout Hurts quarterback. Season. Yep. Uh, had a really nice year. I, I think I used the phrase "locked and loaded," guaranteed. I think that's pretty much exactly what happened. He was <laughs> the quarterback nine overall, quarterback six in points per game. Play uh, started 15 regular season games, missing one due to injury, sitting out in week 18. But in 15 starts, he finishes the quarterback one or as a quarterback one in all but four of them. Uh, and 10 of his 11 quarterback one finishes were all inside the top 10, 10 of the 11. So that's a bona fide quarterback one if I've seen it. Uh, and this was, you know, this one we kind of saw coming from Jalen Hurts even the year before. We, we were like, heavy yeah. On this guy. yeah, 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 definitely. Um, the other one I would be remiss if I did not mention on this show here, Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, if you've been listening since the offseason, you know how much I love I love this guy. I described him as a dog. Um, and once he got his opportunities, I was all over him. But I was a little too early. Struggled at first. Uh, but he's a rookie. Their progressions are better than most. And I think that's the important thing to note here, right? Like, we saw that happen with a few rookies this year. Like, Elijah Moore, it took a, him a while to get going. But by the playoffs, St. Brown was – he was a start of the week nomination, and, and you know, he definitely came through. Uh, that playoff stretch during the fantasy playoffs, there was no other wide receiver that you would rather have, not Cooper Cup, not Devo Samuel, not Devontae Adams, not Jamar Chase. It was Amon Ross St. Brown, had 111 PPR points down the final four weeks of the NFL season, almost seven points more than Cooper Cup, who was second at 27.8 PPR points per game. So excited for what this dude could do. Uh, in the future yeah definitely like that i think my favorite mid-season kind of sleeper pick was hunter renfro for sure uh definitely hit on that just kind of banging the drum to get hunter renfro on waivers early when this man man finished with 128 total targets like he was getting targeted very heavily early on uh just a safe ppr floor and he finished wide receiver 18 in points per game this guy was going undrafted in most leagues waiver wide pickup uh and gave you a wide solid wide receiver two season definitely was on some championship teams Definitely. You you came through with the Cooper Cup, uh, Cooper Cup, Hunter Renfro, uh, <laughs> big time. Uh, Elijah Moore was definitely on that list around the same time for you for waivers. Uh, I yep. I remember I should have brought Cortland Sutton up last week. Uh, oh, yeah. Things uh, like that that's, that's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. But I remember <laughs> we had a team and you were like, hey, can we, do you want to add Hunter Renfro? And I was like, well, what do you mean? We like we're good. We got we got Cortland Sutton. <laughs> Just a, another one, uh, well, a few, and then a few bullet points. I mean, Kirk Cousins, he was my sleeper quarterback, finishes the quarterback 11, uh, and finishes the quarterback 12 in, in points per game. So, uh, and then some bullet points Kyle Pitts over a thousand receiving yards. Uh, that weird feeling I had about Mike Davis during draft season, which then led me to have all this Cordero Patterson, uh, very Smart. early on. Oh, beautiful. Uh, then starting 
Braxton Berrios over Cordero Patterson in championship week. Uh, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me as regards to 2021. You were close on the uh, the Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, or the Eckler. I was all, all of them. All of them. I was close. All of them. It took me Crazy. a lot to not bring it up on the show, but you brought it up, so <laughs> I, I was very close. I mean, Eckler RB one, Herbert Robbins quarterback one. I said top five. Ooh, top five. Oh, okay, I said okay. They, they would get three top okay, five, okay. and they have two top twos. Yeah, they have two top. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't have a receiver uh, in the top five. I mean, you know, b- both of them being as a in the top twenty, top fifteen is nice. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. almost as good as having a top five receiver. It's like sharing the wealth. Yeah, he he was just sharing the wealth. If he if he made two top fifteen receivers, that's like yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I would think. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I I I think that was just really how much like I thought Keenan Allen was just going to eat in that offense, right? Like we've seen. Because it's the same offense that they run over with the Saints, right? Like, right. So we've seen Michael Thomas really be a, a target va- vacuum over there. And mm-hmm. I thought Keenan Allen would play the same, the same role. And so that's kind of where my projection process failed a little bit. But we did have a little bit of Mike Williams out there. So, yeah. I, you know, I definitely yeah. was uh, recommending Mike Williams basically since I think I started doing my projections. Yeah, both receivers over 100 targets. I mean, Keenan and I got 157. So that's a that's a really good number. Um, yeah, I mean, sky's the limit for for both this this team, this offense. Most definitely, man. Um, I think, Greg, do you have anything else that you wanna you know throw out there? Mm, I think that might be. I mean, we hit on a lot of just quarterback rankings in general. Like a lot of the people we had in our top 12 ended up being in there, except like Tannehill. I like every other person I think was, <laughs> yeah. ended up being in there in the top 12. Yeah, I, I, it's funny because I looked at yeah. that the other day too, and I was like, damn it, Tannehill. Yeah. I, I think so high too. It was just yeah. so bad, you know, like, <laughs> so that hurts. Uh, I like, I think the fact that I, I ranked, Tom Brady's so low in his last his last season. <laughs> I had on this hey, hey, last season. I don't know, man. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear that. <laughs> so wait, Greg. Let's hear this. I mean, just in case you know our listeners have been hiding under a rock or you know they they don't have internet or whatever. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady, quote unquote, uh, reportedly retires after 22 seasons. This was reported by Adam Schefter and Rap Report. Or Jeff Darlington. I don't know if they ever missed, but this might be Shepard's first first miss, man. I don't know. This could be. So I mean, we'll 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 definitely see. <laughs> so you think that he's coming back? Just just because, like a just because of all this coming out before he actually really made it, I think that could edge him on a little more. I think I do I do think he comes back though. Yes. So I'm of the frame of mind. I don't think he's coming back because I. I just remember, like, well, last week, right, before they played the Rams, that's when there was all this smoke about him retiring. So then I was like, why is this coming out? Yeah. Right? Like, are they – and that's what I started thinking, like, because I had a lot of Tampa Bay money line, and I was like, <laughs> are the Bucks going to lose today? <laughs> like, why is this like, – why is this coming out? So, oh man, his uh, Instagram post was pretty retirement kind of feel. Like his last Instagram post was pretty, it was I mean, very long. The TB12 
folks, like, they posted that tweet, then suddenly deleted it about, thank you, Tom, for 22 seasons and, you know, all the Super Bowls and the wins and, and all these things. So, like, there's too much smoke, man, right? Like, it was like... <laughs> It was like with the Josh McDaniels hire in, in in Las Vegas. Like there was too much smoke. It was like every other day you hear something about like Josh McDaniels meeting with somebody. He's like, hey, yeah, I he's can't still believe that. That man could go back. He he's a, he could go back. Bro, I did I did not believe it until I saw it. I was like, all right, well, yeah, I guess he's at a press conference now. So like, <laughs> and then I saw the Patriots tweet out like a thank you tweet. So I was like, all right, like this is like official, official. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> that dude, you can't put anything past him. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, so when that happens, uh, you know, he, I see all this smoke around Brady. Uh, I, I just have to wonder. You know, I think he, I think he makes it there. I know one of the things we're talking about, though, Greg. If, because if Greg, ugh, Greg, you're Greg, but if Brady doesn't return to Tampa. Do you think there's another quarterback who wears the number 12 that might be interested? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think so. <laughs> I mean, we we talked about it today like why why go to the AFC if you're if you're Aaron Rodgers, we're talking about him. Uh this is just too stacked with these young quarterbacks. Not like these old like bums out here. Like these are young like boss be here for 10 like plus you, years. You you will be the old bum. <laughs> Word, yo. Word. Ten plus years, all of these quarterbacks, uh, at least in that the AFC championship and including Herbert, uh, will be, you know, just doing what they gotta do. So yeah, I mean, it'll be easy to get to that, that road if to get his second ring. And Rodgers is crazy. He only has one ring uh in the NFC. Yeah, uh it's it's crazy. I mean, there's still some quarterbacks in the in the NFC, right? Like you still have Yeah, Steph Stafford, Steph Murray. Russ, yeah. I don't think Russ is leaving Seattle. I know we've talked about this before. I, I don't think because Seattle's not, like Seattle has no incentive to let that man go. Oh man, man, I just <laughs> uh, they need to let Pete Carroll go. Then man, they need to let him go. I mean, that's I don't think that's happening because I feel like that should have happened already. Like if you were gonna do that, that would have been something you did. Yeah, a while ago. True. True. So that's crazy. I don't know. Russell's okay. prisoner. But the, you know, the NFC South with the retirement of Breeze and Sean Payton in back-to-back years in New Orleans, and now the anticipated retirement of Tom Brady, and mm-hmm. Matt Ryan is old and washed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I can't, I always do this, can't attack. remember who the, who the other team is. Oh, the Panthers. Yeah, they don't have a quarterback yep. right now either. No. <laughs> so if I'm Matt, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, I'm just going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, go there. I mean, win the division down there and yeah, get, try to get. I mean, not that first round, you know, buys like help him. Like this man has got yeah. the one seed so many years. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's just got to get it done, yo. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that him and Devonte have pretty much made it known that they're a package deal. Like, I mean, AB fills right in that hole, that AB hole right there. Honestly. <laughs> Well, they got to right figure in. out what they're going to do Devante with Chris Donald, too. I know he's a free agent this year. I'm restricted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to pay him. They definitely have to pay him. Uh, I don't know. I don't I, I don't think he's going to say. He's probably going to sign somewhere else. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, we'll see. 
we'll definitely see, man. Um, but yeah, without with that one being said, I, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. Um, that is going to put a wrap on our 2021 season, and we're going to, you know, come back bigger, better in every facet, uh, providing even more than just the podcast service. Um, so you will catch all of that in detail later. Um, updates will be coming from me, of course. And so we appreciate everything uh, that you guys have done, all the support, uh, every episode that you've listened to, every episode that you've watched, um, every retweet or share of a post or you know any kind of support. We, we genuinely have appreciated it all year. Uh, can't can't stress that enough. Um, you know, we, we do this partially, I mean, A, because we, you know, we love fantasy football and we're passionate about it. And, and we, we have, we genuinely have fun getting on here and, and talking about football and, and whatnot, but we also have, you know, feel a connection to our listeners and, and, and have a responsibility to you guys and you all out there to, to, uh, bring our best foot forward every day. So again, appreciate that. And, um, Have a good one, everybody. We're out of here. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Yeah.